everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from literally gorgeous Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Thelvin. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, we've talked about what to do when the Mormon missionaries arrive at your door, but oh, we've yeah. never really talked specifically about what to do when the Jehovah's Witnesses show up to your door. You know, it's a, it, you'd think it's the same thing, but we have arrived at the idea that maybe there's a difference. And it's not just, I just want to talk about proselytization as yeah. a concept. Yeah, but it's And like, what yeah. the fuck are you people doing? Yeah. But it turns out we have a little bit more empathy for the Mormon kids. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah, that's going to be not surprising. Yeah. It, considering I was once one of those kids. Yeah. Well, you'd think that we would be like, hate them or whatever, but yeah. no, we no, don't. I know. Kind of crazy. Uh, but before we get to that, you, you, what, what do we got? Well, got some stuff. Dan, I, you're catching me off guard. I didn't know this was coming. <laughs> I, sh- I should have told you we were going to record a show beforehand. I know, I know. Okay, well, this, um, Dan. Yeah. Have you heard of Our Lady of Lords? Yes. It's apparently yes. a shrine. Correct. Very famous shrine. Yeah, it, it, it had a miracle happen there. Yeah, something along those lines. Some, uh... Some what healing waters, right? There's like a spring. I, I, I swear that like, like that? Mary appeared to somebody there or something. In some healing waters. Yeah, sure. Well, that's what this story is about. It's about the healing waters. Oh, great, lords. Okay, and the fact that they are thanks to coronavirus closed for business. Oh no! You cannot go and get healed. No. Currently, and most especially, you cannot be healed of coronavirus. <laughs> Indeed, you cannot. If they why, were, why would they keep their healing healing waters open uh, in such a time of need of healing? The, Dan, this doesn't make any sense. It's it's just rude. It's, and frankly, they like, should be ashamed of themselves. Seriously, what are they saying about their healing waters? <laughs> if if they're closed, they have no faith in their own healing waters. Oh no! The Lady of Lords, she's probably a crying Lady of Lords. Here's the thing about uh, healing waters. Uh, <laughs> that's a claim. If you claim that something heals, uh, you can get sued. So, not if it's religious. Yeah, I don't know. I bet you you can claim just about if it's a religious waters, come to our religious waters. We'll see. And be healed. I'll I'll have a story later on the show. That they we'll... say, okay, yeah, um, that these waters heal people of their ailments. People show up from around the world, pilgrims. Yeah, Dan. It's anyway, not, this isn't one of those things where like they find out later that the toilet was leaking upstairs the whole time, was it? No. Okay. No, this is... Uh, We've definitely seen that story a time or two. No, I think... I, well, I have not actually seen pictures. I think it's like like, like a bath type mm, thing. Right. Not, and not oh, like a little tub. It's like oh, a right. hot... Maybe not a hot springs, but it's a like a thing. And you go and you sit in it and you wash yourself in, in the waters, right? Yeah. And you wash away whatever your sickness is. And the, the Our Lady mm. um, of Lords... She, uh, she'll cure you. This is in, in Lourdes, France. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they say our first concern will always be with the safety and health of the pilgrims and the shrine's working community. I just can't get over the fact that they have literally healing waters. Uh. (laughs) That are shut down. That they shut down. Apparently apparently it doesn't heal your sense of irony. (laughs) 
I'm, oh, that it did. I'm going to I'm going to take us to uh, Israel now, where uh, there's been a there's been trouble right there in Jerusalem city, uh, where a uh, a rabbi uh, by the name a, a, an, uh, an ultra orthodox rabbi by the name of uh, Eliezer Berland mm. um, has now he he. This is a former uh, convicted sex offender who then got out and was allowed to go back into his ministry. And he is a cuckoo bird who he, he runs one of like almost a, a cult within Judaism sort of thing. Oh. Uh, and he's recently been indicted by uh, Jerusalem District Court. Because he has been defrauding his flock for decades now. Oh. Things with some really interesting things. He has promised uh, uh, resurrection. Yeah. He has promised healing. Oh, wow. He has, uh, he, he basically fleeced terminally ill patients oh. by, with miracle cures, uh, which were apparently uh, in, in often... In, Candy, Mentos, he would give people, and the fresh maker. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, huh. o- over many years he would he deliberately tricked people into believing that he could do things like resurrect the dead and uh, and you know cure so the here's, incurable. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah. How do you convince people that you have these abilities, like resurrecting the dead? Yeah. And you've never succeeded in doing it. You tell and them you have succeeded. What are they going to do? Check? How do you check? Talk to somebody. Get a testimonial. Yeah. I was dead. Yeah. It's ex- true. Exactly. Here's the medical record. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Okay. We'll do it again. Let me see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Skepticism is not on the is not like the highest thing that a cult member has. It's not their best quality. Mm, yeah, they should work on that skill. <laughs> they really should. <laughs> they should really look in. It's really health, healthy. They should look into it. It's good for you. Yeah. Uh, on one oh, on one occasion, he demanded over almost $6,000 from parents of a cancer patient and promised that their daughter would be cured. Uh, he, he, uh, he would take money from relatives of a person who was declared brain dead. Oh, no. With the promise of a full recovery. Oh. If they just pay a goodly a, a goodly amount of money. Oh, my God. So, I guess the lesson here is uh, everybody sucks. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, mainly, though, you know, this guy sucks extra. Yeah. And this guy, I mean, this guy does suck extra to the point where other rabbis have in the past actually, like, gotten together and uh, denounced him and stuff. Jesus Christ. Wow. All right. There you go. See, we don't only make fun of of the Christians. Everybody's (laughs) shitty. Everybody. They're all shitty. Everyone. Including... What, us? No, no, I was going to say... Including yeah, the Jews? Yeah, the Jews. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was just... It was, it, 
tricky phrase to ease into. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I saw some <laughs> some pitfalls along the way. I saw some pro it was problematic sentences yeah, were yeah. popping into my mind. Oh and, my gosh. And I don't know how to well, express that Maybe sentiment. if you stopped being such an anti-Semite, it would be easier. <laughs> anyway. Um, Dan, yeah. I've got another Corona story. I'm really, really, really sorry. <laughs> but Iran is just doing it so good oh, over well, there with I Corona. I mean, your roundup of Iranian Corona stories a couple weeks ago, or last week, last was, week was, yeah. was delightful. Yeah, this isn't quite as good as, as that one. It's more about just sort of the wheels absolutely coming off in Iran. <laughs> um, they've lost one of the Grand Ayatollah, whatever, Supreme Leader guy. One of his, like like confidant like advisors died oh shit of coronavirus <laughs> um, he wasn't we, using enough lavender oil on his butthole a lesser ayatollah's advice yeah no yeah. i know um we, they they know how to cure it he it's, didn't do it it's so easy it's totally on him um maybe yeah, they ran, maybe there was a run on doTERRA in in <laughs> Tehran. Here in these in the United States it was toilet paper at Costco. Oh, I'm, there, I'm guessing that was... there's a run on doTERRA here too. <laughs> That's actually you're probably right. Uh sad as that might be. Um yeah, uh so apparently the general stance of the Iranian government still is something along the lines of um we don't basically don't scare the people mm. right uh which of course leads the country to just kind of go about their business mm. and they're not doing anything <laughs> right. differently which means the coronavirus is just spreading through the population it's, it sounds like the iranian take on the coronavirus is just shut up we're fine it really no it really is so the 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 epicenter of coronavirus is uh, the holy city of Qom or oh. Qom? Maybe. Okay, um, that's where the first few cases uh, in Iran were confirmed. Mm. Uh, it's a city of about a, a little over a million people, and um, they the Islamic regime that runs the country is still refusing to quarantine the town, mm. and so. Rather than, you know, not going there like right. people should 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 be doing or right. not doing, um, a lot of religious people have continued their kind of pilgrimage there. Great. Right? Um, and Can people, they ship in some French water for them? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that would be helpful. <laughs> I, Anyway, uh, some, but, but apparently people, um, when they go to this one specific holy tomb, uh, there's a tradition of pilgrims licking the gold-plated lattice windows. No! <laughs> what? I, this, this is not a good idea on a normal day. Listen, don't, right? don't like, start a religious tradition based on a dare. <laughs> This is not how we... This is a bad idea. Iran is turning out to just be the craziest place. Oh, my God. People putting oil on their butts. And yeah. Licking gold-plated lattice windows. Why <laughs> um, licking it? I don't know. What is the matter with you but people? Videos are being posted still online. Apparently, it's that you, you post a video of yourself it's, licking it's the like, gold lattice. Also, it's like kissing the Blarney Stone. But also, don't kiss the Blarney Stone right yeah, now. Yeah, no, bad idea. Probably never, but 
don't. Yeah, no. Um, so apparently, this is also a belief that um, this that this site that, that by doing this kissing thing or licking rather that you will um, cure it can cure infections. Oh, see, it cures. It doesn't it cures. create it. Right. So it cures it. What we have is an example of the Catholic Church actually being responsible, right, right, and shutting down something that they know doesn't do anything. Right. And <laughs> I just we have an example from Iran of the Muslim world just being like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Okay, just lick so, to your heart's content. Just so that you know, I wanted to see a picture of this lattice that you were talking oh, about God. Really? i i i did search a uh, do do a search and i didn't couldn't think of like what search term to use and That's i'm trying and i'm paying attention to you dicey definitely yeah. don't search licking lattice because uh, it's all porn apparently <laughs> everything <laughs> the entire first page is just <laughs> mm. i don't know if lattice is somebody's name but Latisse. Latisse. <laughs> I, I, I made I made bad choices. <laughs> oh uh, let's my see. goodness. Um, so yeah, so the Ayatollah uh, Ahmad Marvi, mm. um, he's the custodian of the the holy shrine. Uh, that I think I think it's the same holy shrine. Okay. Um, and he said that he would shut the site down if Tehran would just say shut it down. Um, but unfortunately, there are a lot of radical figures in the government that believe that uh, essentially this would this is the this Marvy fellow uh -huh. uh, quote. They believe that this would go down in history as a disgrace if they abandoned the holy sites and and ceased religious duties due to a uh, a disease outbreak. Oh my God! Oh, this is actually. I'm sorry. Um, it's not Marvy. It's this other guy that said that. But nonetheless, it, somebody in Iran said it. Oh my God! People licking. Um, it's 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 not. Yeah. <sighs> well, there you have it. There you go. Um, um, Iran, yes, as I've pointed out on Twitter, uh, is fucked. Yeah, I is fucked. I Iran am. Fucked. I, I am not. Uh, I'm. Look. I, I, the the one thing that I can say is. I don't doubt people's religious sincerity. When when they know the coronavirus is out there and they're licking a lattice, I'm, 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 I at least can say I believe that yeah. you believe this stuff. How about lick gold-plated lattice, Q-O-M? That's the name of the town. That would probably pull up some pictures. I've, I found some. You found some? Okay. I eventually found right. some. And? Uh, they do. They lick it? Yeah. That's disgusting. There it is. Licking. So there you go. Licking. Uh, I'm going to take us uh, back here stateside to the uh, to the, the fine state of New Jersey, uh, where uh, there are lots and lots of Catholics. And uh, now we've done stories before about uh, Catholic priests denying uh, communion yeah. to like politicians. Yeah, uh, or whatever, because they they are pro-abortion or at least not anti-abortion enough or whatever. Yeah, this is the first time I, I found this on uh, on Hammett Meadows blog uh, on the Friendly Atheist. This is the first time I've heard about this. Uh, I, I, a child, an eight-year-old, was denied first communion. 
Okay. Now, apparently, the way that communion works within in the Catholic Church is, uh, you know, long about eight years old, you're you're old enough for your first communion if you're deemed uh, to understand the importance of it or something like that. Oh, okay. You have a little interview or something. Oh, okay. Well, this kid is apparently autistic and nonverbal. Oh. Fine. Except okay. that they denied him his first communion. What? How dickish do you have to be as a priest to deny an autistic kid first communion? Well, I mean, if he did he understand it? Did he understand the importance? <laughs> uh, apparently, he didn't un indicate that that was the case. Well, that's on him. Then that's on you. Yeah. Learn to talk. If you... I, I think that this priest was doing exactly... <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what he's charged to do? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, his it, dad. What, what was his take? Was was this priest like this is an innocent? His dad on right, Facebook doesn't understand. No, no, that wasn't his stance. Well, what his dad on Facebook said was that uh, uh, that their position. Yeah, I, I guess so. That their position was that he was unable to determine right from wrong due to his disability. And they feel that he is not up to the, quote, benchmark required to make his communion. Um, did they ask anybody about it? Because autism doesn't mean, like, too stupid to understand. No. Right from wrong. Right. But apparently, they uh, apparently by the way, they've gotten uh, the new information has come to light. Oh, uh, that, about autism. That would, yeah, exactly. They learned what autism was, <laughs> and now now he's going to be able to take it. Oh well, good. So the uh, the indoctrination can go forward; it can proceed. Thank God. Uh, but because they were blocking this poor it, poor kid. I know. Like, like, like pe people who are non-neurotypical don't have enough to, like, to battle against without, like, priests shitting on them. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Father. And pa parents forcing religion on them. Right. Like, that's fun, too. Hey, maybe, maybe Anthony will grow up knowing that it's all bullshit. Oh, guaranteed Anthony sees through it. Because of all of this. <laughs> Anthony's like, oh, yeah, I get it. I'm not going to say anything because I don't, but I get it. <laughs> All right. Well, Dan, here's one to watch. Ooh. Every once in a while, these stories, it's not so much what has happened. It's what we should be paying attention to. Oh, it's an kind of exciting, Dan. Oh, ongoing. Ongoing. It's... All right. You're, you've heard it first here. Yeah. Um, Argentina. Okay. All I, right. No, I've heard of that from elsewhere. It exists. Okay. It is a country yeah. in South America. Yes, indeed. Uh, is is uh, on track to become the first major Latin American country to legalize abortion. Wow. Very Catholic country. Yeah. Very Catholic part of this world. I'm a little shocked that there that there aren't any that have legal abortion. Not the big ones. Huh. Probably you got your one of your, your smaller countries that has figured something out. Right. Sure. Fine. Right. <laughs> uh, but as far as the the big countries in Argent in uh, in uh, Latin America, interesting. Uh, yeah. So their president, uh, one Mr. Alberto Fernandez, uh, he says he is sending 
uh, a, a legal abortion bill to Congress. Wow. And the way that it's, this article makes it sound, it, like, ha- it does stand a chance. This is not the first attempt to legalize abortion in Argentina. Uh, they tried a couple years ago, um, and it did kind of f- fall apart. Um, but there was a failure of the, of the president at the time to get behind it. Interesting. And so now they think that things are kind of a little bit different That's and, fascinating. and it might actually happen. And I just thought that was worth bringing up because, you know, we're about to get rid of it. Yeah. Country. Yeah. Here in this state. So there's we're swap- that. It's good to know that Utah is swapping places with Argentina or what, what did you say? Was it Argentina? Argentina. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, it's just how... Things work out. How it's the, the balance, the great the ebb and flow. Right. To to we, this, you it's the vibrations. You, you know the ener- the energies of the universe must yeah. be in balance. And yeah. so when one thing goes down, another thing must come up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to stick to uh, to to south of here and oh. take us to Brazil, Ooh. where there where a uh, a religious leader. Uh, an evangelical church in Brazil is now sadly under investigation. Oh, uh, the police are looking into them. Okay, and all they did, and this is—it's just crazy to me that the police think that there could possibly be a crime here—is apparently, um, apparently, they they have consecrated oil that they will sell you to protect you from coronavirus. Oh. They're trying to help the people. Yeah. I just think, like, I think everybody knows consecrated oil is like the way. Consecrate like the best. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was having a conversation. I use it for, use it for everything. I was having yeah. a conversation just today about oil, uh, about, so the Mormons have consecrated oil that they do mm-hmm. their priesthood blessings with. All They're for healing. All of the men yeah who are, you know, over a certain age who, who have the priesthood, they carry around, a lot of them carry around a little vial yeah. of blessed oil. Yeah. That they can, that at any moment, they could whip it out and drip it on your head and give you a blessing. Yeah. And the oil, uh, the blessing doesn't take without the oil. It's like, basically, you don't want to, fr- you, you know how you don't want to fry or, or saute without some oil? Oh, yeah, know, it's a mess. You'll just burn everything. It's the same thing with blessings, babe, yeah. basically. But it's always basic. It's like an olive oil, right? It, you you know the rules no, yeah, it's, of call, it's consecrated. It's extra virgin olive oil. Okay. Right? Has to yeah. be extra virgin. I'm just shocked. I'm not sure why. Here's the EEOV. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> as, as Rachel Ray was very clear about this. <laughs> yeah, so you... you E-V-O-O so this is, the, is what you... Oh, what did I say? I don't know. You said some random letters. VVJQ. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. So so you you put the little bit of olive oil in your little vial, uh-huh. and you have to. Yeah. This is everyone. Everybody, everybody, everybody. This is one of those weird magical corners of Mormonism. Yeah. That's so bizarre, but it's just just enough behind closed doors, right. That it's been allowed to just stay weird. Yeah. Um, so you, you pour a little oil into the little vial uh-huh. and you have to leave the lid off. Right. Cause God can't bless something can't through bless a lid. Through a lid. So you leave the lid off and then you say a little kind of rote prayer about mm-hmm. I so and so, 
you know, by the power of the Melchizedek, holy Melchizedek priesthood, I so-and-so, you know, consecrate, mel- consecrate this, oil. this oil and set it apart for the blessing and healing of the sick or something like that. Right. Right. Something along those lines. It's been at least 25 years since, since I've been near anything like this. Right. Well, like 23 years. Well, here's what I was so, wondering about. So you oh. do that whole thing. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah, and then you carry it around. It turns rancid oh, at yeah. some point because you don't use it all the time. Right. Like, this is really just People, like guys carry these, like dying the in the same hospital thing around for like or about to get a years or surgery. Yeah. Or like one of your kids is like really sick, and then like you might give like a, a father's blessing mm-hmm. and put a little oil on and right. blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, I was wondering it's cuckoo with considering how into essential oils Utahns are. Yeah. I'm shocked that I haven't heard about like somebody consecrating lavender oil or something like that. You know, it probably has it's, happened. I'm guessing it's happening. There's some corner where it's happening. Yeah. Like remember this again, how much do Mormons talk about this particular practice? It's pretty just kind of this thing that yeah. happens and nobody, it's not that it's a secret, just nobody ever really talks about it. It doesn't come up. Yeah. Right? That's funny. Yeah. So anyway, this guy is uh, is is hawking. He's uh, oh God. being investigated for the crime of charlatanism. Where was he again? Brazil. Brazil. That's right. Uh, Char- that's a crime. Yeah. Wow. It should be a crime. That is a crime. It should be. Yeah. Uh, there and there, they may be adding the crime of uh, fraud to that if they can find that he was selling it. It looks like he might Isn't have being a charlatan being a, f- a fraud. Oh, you clearly don't understand the subtleties. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, if you kids know the difference between charlatan and fraud, feel free to write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is the email address. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424 666 8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Click like. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. We will let you in. Find us on Twitter. It's uh, at TGI Atheist. Tweet us. Is that what you do? I don't know. (laughs) Frank. I am. Patty boy. Oh, thank God. Uh, oh, thank God. We we get so few more of these. I know. We got we to take them while we can get them. His turtleneck is just swallowing him up. The man is turning see-through just as a human being. I also think that if his hairline weren't what it is, you wouldn't be able to tell him from an old lady. Frankly, he would be brilliant casting for some horror movie. Uh, I'm just going to throw <laughs> these that These old up. ladies are... Because old, well, I don't get, old, like you just said a few sentences. There. I'm just saying he's a creepy old person, and it's <laughs> a little scary. And now all he wears is uh, turtlenecks with blazers, which yeah, I think is amazing. Carl Sagan it up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. See, somebody should tell him about that. If they find <laughs> out, if he finds out that he's Carl Sagan, he's doing Carl Sagan fashion. Or he'll That's be like atheist fashion, right? Billions there. and billions. <laughs> anyway, uh, he. Thank, oh, thank God for him. He 
he got a, a, a letter from somebody who really needs his help. And boy, is he going to help. Okay, this is Destiny who says, I'm 16 years old. I have a serious fear of thunderstorms. I'm afraid that the lightning will strike me down. Yet I tell myself that God wouldn't allow it and that he controls the storm, but I'm still afraid. How do I get rid of my fear? Well, uh, the Bible says perfect love casts out fear, for fear has torment. What you've got to do is believe God. So you get hit by lightning. So big deal. So you die. So you know the Lord. So what happens when you die? You go to be with Jesus. So you, you're better off. That's the short version. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. No, but seriously. <laughs> but you, you, you want to, uh, you know, if you're afraid of lightning, lightning will come out of a, a conductor. So make sure you've got rubber shoes on and you're not exposing yourself to lightning. But lightning doesn't come down from upstairs. It comes from the bottom up and then it meets with a cloud and, and, and you get the explosion. So you're not going to get hit by lightning. So just chill, okay? <laughs> oh, he is bringing down the house. They were a little punchy over at CBN. They really That's were. 700 Club. Yeah. Um, why are they picking on this kid? <laughs> just... Just shut up and don't worry about it, dipshit. This is like the least empathetic, the least helpful, yeah. like response. I ha I have a terrible phobia. Well, don't, idiot. <laughs> Stop it. Wear rubber shoes. Look, what's the worst that can happen? You die, then you get to be with God, moron. <laughs> Enjoy it. Not awesome. Just go out. You should try to get hit by lightning, probably. Go go out there and like get a golf club and hold it up high. See what you can do. This, it's just <laughs> unfathomable. Like I cannot imagine that this is the advice that they gave, and yeah. they're literally yucking it up. Uh, yeah, like, people the, in the studio are dying. Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> I also love that he tries to give a little science lesson in the middle there. Maybe it's the Carl Sagan thing. I don't know. But then he, he he loses track of his own point midway through, and yeah. then it's just about, and then it's just chill out. Yeah, chill. <laughs> Good lord, old man! Oh, amazing, absolutely amazing. People literally, baby boomers look at him and go, "Okay, boomer." <laughs> no, they're okay. Silent generation. Okay, so please. Please try to live up to your generation's name. <laughs> Just shush. Just shush. No kidding. Okay. Well, we had lots of people write into us. Sorry if we don't get around to all of you. We look, we often can't get around to everybody's uh, letters on the air, but but just know that we love you. Anyway, uh Elliot wrote in, Frank, Dan, loved your Lent conversation. Yeah. I also tend to think there's some value in extending a modicum of discipline, yeah. if only to remind oneself that you can do it without. You can do without sometimes. Yeah. Perhaps this kind of discipline is a good antidote to the materialism here in the U.S. Yeah. I've recently been fasting for 24 hours once a week. Maybe kind Ugh. of a fad. Don't do that. I'm probably not. That probably awful. the benefits are oversold. Don't tell them what to do. It's none of your business, <laughs> Franklin. Sounds awful. Uh, I do think there may be some long-term health benefits, but part of the appeal is that I end up taking l food less for granted and feel more chill mm. about occasional pri privations. Okay. Uh, I listen to a number of podcasts, and you guys are easily my favorite. Best, oh. Elliot. Well, well, thank you. Thank you, Elliot. That's awesome. Um, 
Isaac wrote into us, you should warn your listeners that shopping for Catholics on Ash Wednesday could lead to a nasty surprise when they instead end up with a Lutheran, Anglican, Methodist, Baptist, or Presbyterian. Remember, I made a joke about like, so, or I said somebody made a joke about sh if you want a good Catholic man oh, yeah. on Ash Wednesday, yeah, yeah, God yeah, yeah. marked him for you. Right, okay. Apparently not. Apparently, uh, all these other groups and a dozen others observe Ash Wednesday and commonly put ash crosses on foreheads. They should check for other symptoms of Catholicism before they launch their Hail Mary to impress their ash-encrusted target. <laughs> Happy hunting, says Isaac. That's cute. Uh, this is from Pope Crystal. Oh, hi, one, Pope. One of the popes of our, of our little universe. Hmm. Hey, Brink and Dan. A couple of episodes ago, you were talking about saying bless you when people sneeze. I've always thought it was really weird that we even have this social custom. We don't acknowledge other bodily functions, so why do we acknowledge this one? Mm -hmm. I always say Gesundheit when someone ejaculates. It's just a, I just think it's polite. Um, <laughs> my solution to this uh, is when someone that knows that I'm atheist says bless you, I say no thanks. And if they're confused, I tell them I'd rather not be blessed, so you don't need to do that. If it's a random person I, I don't really want to get into it with, like at work, I just don't say anything. I don't say thank you. I just oh. don't reply. Anyway, love the show. The non-acknowledged blessing. Bless you. Silence. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, that sounds like you can. You're, well, you won't be making any friends doing it. But, <laughs> but I, I told everybody to stop blessing me. Yeah. But the context of it, and I wasn't even thinking about the whole like being an atheist thing. Oh. I was just like, I sneeze too much. <laughs> right. Stop it. Like, right. You're gonna. It's gonna wear out your vocal cords. It's gonna. You, you're, you are. You're, you're gonna get tired. Of you're this. gonna break yourself. <laughs> just take so, it easy. I'm letting everybody off the hook. Yeah. You don't have to say it. Yeah. And yeah. they don't anymore. It's awesome. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, there are ways that people can show their appreciation for the show. True. And we would like to ask that if you want to show your appreciation for our show, mm -hmm. you go to thankgodimatheist.com. Mm -hmm. You click the support tab. Yeah. And you become one of the legions of people. It's a very small legion of people. I don't know how big's a legion. Now I don't know how big a legion is. Is it a battalion? Do we have a legion? I don't know. I don't know the size of things. Anyway, we have a company. We have a company. Uh, we would like, we would very much appreciate it if you would support our efforts on this show by going to our Patreon, become by becoming a patron of the show. You choose at what level you want to become a yeah. patron. It's what it's whatever you can afford, whatever you can handle. Uh, there's no upper limit, so mm -hmm. go crazy if you want to. Uh, but you just choose how much per episode you want to give, and uh, and we would really appreciate your patronage. Uh, so again, let's just thankgodimatheist.com, and then you find the little support tab, and there you go. Yeah, and as always, Dan. Yes. We have our top donor. Yeah. To thank our Lord and Savior. Praise be, Dennis! Hallelujah! Dan. Yes, Frank. So, a couple months ago, mm. um, 
uh, the doorbell rang. Oh. At my house. Ding right? dong. And, you know, that's not a normal occurrence. When, no. when uh, you know, I'm not expecting someone. No, nobody, nobody ever wants to go to your house. <laughs> Indeed. Um, I have a little dog that freaks out yeah, when people yippy ring little one. I wouldn't say he's yippy. If I someone would, rings the doorbell. I would say he's yappy. Okay. Okay. Good. So a little bit of a, a, a distinction. Excellent there. distinction. Um, he, uh, he freaks out. He loses his mind. Yes. Right. And so I was, I, I, I went running to the door. I pick him up and I, I notice as I'm running to pick up the dog that there's a couple people outside the door, but I don't, I know there are people that I don't recognize, but I don't, I haven't like figured out who they are yet. Right. right. And so I pick him up, I look up and I'm like, those are Jehovah's Witnesses <laughs> because it, it's a, it's a, it's a door with a big glass panel. Right. You know, right. You can just see right out. Right. And, uh, and I'm like, those are Jehovah's Witnesses. And I'm, hold, I'm holding the dog with one hand and I just look at him and I shake my head and I waggle my finger and I'm like, no way. And I just turn around and walk away. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that was the right way to handle it. Well, look, there's no one right way to handle it. <laughs> when someone is coming to your door to annoy you about their religion. Yeah. I also, can I share you the one about the text message? This I'll be really brief. What is it? I got a random text message on my phone sharing like, it basically said something like, hi, this is John with the Jehovah's Witnesses. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> and like, it's this huge long text message. There's like Bible verses quoted. He's wishing what? me a good day. And then at the very end of the thing, he's like, and, and no worries. You're not on any list. We randomly text telephone numbers. Have a nice day. And I was incensed <laughs> and i did not respond in a civil manner um it was worse than the finger waggle yeah way because it was it was an index finger it wasn't other fingers right right like i was it was a polite finger but it was still it you were saying a no 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 this was i i let him have it wow and i was just like you're telling me that you go first you guys go around and knock on doors unannounced <laughs> and now you're randomly sending out text people texting people to their phones anyway oh my goodness but can you fucking believe it i i can the believe invasion it. into your own space and into your time and into mm -hmm. your life and with like the bullshittiest of messages yeah well, that's the problem, uh, is that their message ain't great. Yeah. Like, like what they're selling, the Mormons, they, they're what they're selling. Their, their unique spin on Christianity is like, hey, we got a whole other book, right. so that's great. More you reading. Can, li listen, if you, if you thought the Bible was boring, <laughs> we can take it to the whole nother we level. Got some, we got more for you. But also, uh, we can. Your family is together forever. Don't mm. ask how that works because it doesn't Sealing. make logical sense. Sealing. But magically, we can keep your whole family together forever, which is not a selling point for a lot of people that I know. <laughs> like, uh, okay, my family's fine, but like, can I pick which family right. members? Yeah, who? <laughs> you tell me who. I don't want all of them. Because there's some that, yeah, great. Yeah. There's a bunch of, mm. yeah. 
forever for like like how can, do i have to be with them the whole time can i are, are there vacations what what's the deal there? yeah yeah uh but anyway that's their they have some some selling points that are their own thing yeah. right yeah, yeah uh i don't get the sense that jehovah's witnesses have anything other than just we believe in the bible and our lives are less fun so um, does anybody they're, they're selling a sense of superiority. Well, there is that. Right. We have the only truth. Yeah. Everybody else is Christianing totally wrong. Exactly. Uh yeah. there's a limited like heaven has a very is a very exclusive place. There's a limited number of people allowed in. Yeah. And everybody else is there's you only were just, so much space. But there's only so much space. God is uh, like there is a an allotted number of <laughs> seats it's a limited seating event yeah. and uh and not everybody gets to come yeah so you better fucking work your ass off yeah uh it's it's so funny to me but here's the thing uh what brought this up for me was today i was taking a walk in the park because it's it was a gorgeous day yeah and uh and there were jehovah's witnesses in the park and this is a park where i've been many many times and i don't mm. normally see them there okay I'm hoping it's not a trend. Right. But maybe it is. Maybe they're there now. Maybe that's part of the park now. <sighs> but my, my, you know, I looked at these people and here's the funny thing about a stupid cult, which definitely they are a stupid cult. Yeah. Uh, stupid cults are made of nice people. You know what I mean? Like they're just normal, good, nice people. So I don't ever want to be rude to them. I don't know. I, I watched that whole Rajneeshi thing and <laughs> they weren't all nice. Are you kidding me? The people that they interviewed after the fact about it, they What's all What's her bucket? Well, okay, she's not nice. <laughs> but she I'm, was not nice. She, she was great though. She was kind of my hero in the whole, I think she's yeah. a, probably a murderer and whatever, but she was a really, she was. <laughs> she was a nice murderer. She was fascinating. I was on board with her. Okay, anyway, total tangent. Anyway, I just look at these people, these very nice people who are, uh, who are standing next to racks that have literature. Literature. Do they have to get like a permit to put up the rack? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't <laughs> mind them like standing there. But if you have if you're putting a rack up, yeah. Can you just do that? Yeah, probably. Look, I it, it is always funny because, you know, and these guys didn't even engage with me as I'm walking past. I thought for sure they'd say something and I was like I saw them from a distance and so I'm like in the back of my head I'm thinking about what I might say to them or whatever. Uh, yeah. Cuz here's the thing. I know some shit about your dumb religion. Yeah. And it's not just the funny things like, oh, you know, celebrate uh, Christmas or, or Halloween or whatever, or birthdays. Also, so what I decided I would say is, you know, if they said, hey, are you interested in, you know, your salvation? I would say, tell me about what happens if I join and I get all of my family members to join and then one of them leaves. Are we all on board with that? What? How does that work? Because <laughs> if your answer is I have to shun them, fuck you. You're in a cult. Yeah. And I'm not. And I'm not going to shun. Like, how do you justify that and square it with the idea that Jesus is love? Well, you could also maybe have been like, you know, like I've been thinking about molesting uh, some <laughs> children. Now, you guys will cover that shit up for me, right? <laughs> Look, 
I'll, because I need I need some people to help me out here. Right. I, and I understand what, that you guys you're you're into that. You guys get each other's back, and I'm yeah. down with that. <laughs> We're gonna do some crime, and you guys are gonna cover that shit up, right? I'm gonna pay my dues, <laughs> and you guys are gonna cover up my. I'll give up Christmas. Yeah, I'll give up my birthday. I don't even care that about one will that. Hurt because I have a really awesome birthday party every year. But I'll give it up. I'm, I'm give, gonna give it up. But you guys gotta have my back when the shit goes down. <laughs> are you on board with this? Yeah. yeah that's the thing. Is <sighs> the thing is that these people believe here's the thing here's the question i want to ask okay because you meant you teased at the top of the show mm -hmm. that uh you and i are more sympathetic to dopey mormon missionaries yeah like we're like the worst we've ever come up with uh to torment them is to just have them do household household duties and and again, we cannot emphasize this enough to our listeners. <laughs> it's not torturing them. It's a kind They're going to be so happy so to mow your lawn. Put for you. them to work. <laughs> if you encounter Mormon you know, missionaries. out your garage. If you need to lift something and you oh. don't, like, put yes. them to work. They will yeah. gladly take time out of their day. Mm -hmm. They'll come back the next day to help you. Mm -hmm. And they can justify it all ecclesiastically. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect for them. Yeah, so definitely have them do your chores for you. Don't <laughs> don't have them teach you the more no, no, lessons. No. Just be like, okay, I need to just whisk you them will, out the door whenever. I they promise wanna... you, you cannot learn anything about Mormonism from them, <laughs> but you can get them to do your chores, and they'll be fine. Here's the thing, though: they are just kids. Yeah, who who's who are under tremendous pressure from their family, from their society, from their social uh, yeah. circle yeah. to, to go, to and, go do and do this thing, right? For go spend two years of their life and yeah. they do literally nothing else. Yeah. Nothing. It's awful. It's, it's a, absolutely awful. It's a terrible thing. Meanwhile, but the it's Jehovah's also Witnesses, a great time. I had a good time. Okay, great. I would have been miserable <laughs> the entire time. I'm so glad I didn't go on a mission. It was awful. Um, Except for the the good times. <laughs> anyway, uh, the difference here is we're going to talk about adult people who yeah. don't leave their lives. Yeah. This is part of their life. This is their hobby. This and is what they, they do on Saturdays. They go out and they uh, they they proselytize. Ugh. Now, here's the thing. I've always logically had a... a it makes sense to me mm. that if you believe that you have eternal knowledge that will save people's souls forever, mm -hmm. that you should feel an obligation to share it with people. Um. Yeah. Right. That yeah. makes a logical sense to me. Yeah. I don't know where you got <laughs> these like crazy socialist ideas, though. Like. <laughs> This is not how <laughs> you you can also hoard. <clears throat> you you should you, you should you can also like sit on what you have and not share it. <laughs> well, right there is that, and There's... and I would say I I especially in this case I prefer that. <laughs> you guys probably should hang on to this. Don't tell nobody about it. Again. You're the yeah. ones who came There's up with the limited number. For 100 for you. Okay, you're going to. You're the ones who came up with that idea. 
don't go sharing this shit. I know they opened up another room. 144,000. Yeah, and then there's like they there's opened overflow, up, right? They opened up an overflow room, yeah. but that's still limited too. You guys should be hanging on to this. You should not be telling other people about it. There are, there's like 7 billion humans on this planet. There's no at sh- this moment. Yeah, and just growing. Yeah. You really shouldn't be telling people. And about people it. are being born and dying all the time. Listen, somebody so that, many somebody so that, many souls that you're fighting, that you're contending with. Somebody that you convert. Yeah. Could be better than you and bump you out and knock you out of contention. What yeah. the hell? This is a, this is just bad social planning right yeah. here. Bad strategy. Yeah. Um but here's the thing. I I do have sympathy for the idea of proselytization, but they're not that. But what becomes very clear when you see them, like, you know, you go to the subway stop in New York or whatever, and they're barking at people, you know, you're, you're going to lose your everlasting soul or whatever. They are not there to convert jack shit. They're there to make themselves feel superior because that was the one thing that they can have (laughs) is that superiority feeling. And they're there to put in the hours to get themselves into heaven. Yeah. They got a quota. They don't know what it is, probably. They don't know how many hours it takes, but... 10,000. It's that whole... It's it's Malcolm Malcolm Gladwell Gladwell thing. Sure. Absolutely. (laughs) He was talking an eternal truth when he he came up with that 10,000 hours idea. Uh, Yeah, I I, I, I think some of them, their heart's in the right place, but man, oh man... They're, and if you've ever tried to actually talk to them, it's just sad. Oh, There's yeah. never anything good that comes I, of it. I, I, no, I can't. I can't. Dude. I wouldn't. This is like the worst. This is like things of nightmares for me. <laughs> like, I know people will be like, oh my God, I ran into the missionary. Like, emailing us. Uh, right? Oh, I ran into the missionaries. Blah, blah, blah. They, they were around. nice. They, they were, were sweet so, or yeah. whatever. And I'm just like, oh God, I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah. Right? Because, it, I mean, it is like skin crawly, awful. Like, I uh, shop at a supermarket where there's a lot of missionaries. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. You know the one. Yeah. Right? And I'll, I see them at the end of the aisle when I'm turning down into it. I, I'll come back. <laughs> I turn around. I go to some other part of the supermarket. I can't Nobody handle, needs peanut butter that much. I cannot handle <laughs> more Kool-Aid. Um. Yeah, they love their Kool Aid. You know, I've I, I've I've said this many times. This is sort of my, my take on missionaries. People who proselytize in general mm-hmm. is just that missionaries have mouths but not ears. Yeah, and there's no way you're going to convince them of anything. Right. There's no convert. There's no back and forth. There's just a fourth. Right. And they just want to talk to you, and they don't they don't want to hear from you. They don't want to know your opinion about anything. Right. They just yeah. want to tell you things and then trick you into being in part of their dumb religion yeah i was actually in line at the, uh-huh. the checkout and i'm standing there and i hear this hi behind me and the, the only in the kind of way that somebody says hi who knows you okay right and i turn around and it's a goddamn mormon missionary and i and i'm just like he's like no <laughs> and i turn around and I just put my back just square, <laughs> squared off my back toward him. And like he went and got, he and his companion went and got in another line. Oh my like, God. Like I talk about having empathy for them. I guess I really don't have that much empathy. For no. Them. Because like I just, it is, 
and it's something uh, something in me it makes i'm so cringy yeah about like where they're what they're doing and what what their life is about and their headspace and right. it's it's like the worst cringy show you've ever watched <laughs> and my thing is when a show gets cringy mm. if i'm into it and i do want to watch it I pause it and I leave uh-huh. until the cringe goes goes down, and, and, and until the meter back. reads yeah, a lower and then, number. Like, yeah, like I the it wears off, uh-huh. and then I go and I press play again, right? And then it cringes, and I uh, and I have to walk away, right? <laughs> and so like, and so I have this like cringy thing, and I just I cringe. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's yeah. is that bad? Do I need to get over something? I don't know. I here's the, here's what you through something. What you don't need to do is actually engage these people because I've tried. I really have. And I wanted to be warm and kind and cordial to the to, to people who are proselytizing. And then they ask me some theological question. And I'm like, oh, let me get you to, to a place. Let's have a conversation. And I think to myself, this is going to be interesting. The problem is, it's never fucking interesting oh, they're so locked down in their brains that you can't actually penetrate yeah. the wall after wall after wall of rhetorical bullshit yeah and so no you never get to anywhere interesting it's always boring it's always stupid i mean if you ask them about their day that's but that's small talk and small talk's boring too yeah really just give them some water and send them on their way yeah. i do like like if you're approached on the street I think that probably the best thing to say if someone says, hey, can I tell you about blank? Yeah. Is just, nope. <laughs> Make it as solid and as strong as you can. <laughs> Don't need anything more than that. Just a really powerful nope. <laughs> and then walk the fuck away. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, well, you know, I bet some of our people have stories of non-cringeworthy or extra cringeworthy oh, encounters with yeah. proselytizing people. I would love to hear them. I know you would love to hear them. Write to us. Send them into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and tell us your story. Yeah, but get it. If you can keep it under three minutes, you can get your voice on the podcast. 424-666-8442. Yeah. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Click the like button. Enjoy the content. Also, while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. We will let you in, but the closed thing is what makes it like nice because it's moderated. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And then also you can find us on Twitter at TGIAtheist. Yeah. Frank tweets? No. Uh, yeah. On I, I can't. I can't promise... <clears throat> A constant stream of tweets. No, like but, I, like but a you're lot of twittering. I, I get. I, I I find something that I, that I'm incensed about that I can not <laughs> say something absolutely horrifying about because I that's <laughs> there was something that happened this week that I was like can't send that tweet out <laughs> to the world. <laughs> that's so bad. Go see 
Frank. See what I'm. Frank. How well I'm restraining myself. Restraint. And yeah, <laughs> on the on the Twitter. Uh, hey, speaking of social media, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on the on the Facebook page. Thanks to Danny and Amy for being moderators on the members only lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music, and also to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And a big big thanks to all of your cute ears for listening to us. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.